0: Hello, I'm Randy Greenwell, the host of Great Hearts Table, warmest greetings to all of you from Florida, where it really never feels much like the Christmases I remember growing up. Nevertheless, uh, this post is scheduled to go live on Christmas morning, and so from me to you, may your Christmas be blessed with all that is good and with all the hope that seeing Jesus come to rescue can bring. And Pastor, my hope is that you do rest today. God has become man. That's your joy as much as it is your message. Today, as much as you're able, rest and celebrate. It's why Jesus came. And thanks for taking the time today, and so many other times, to join us around Great Hearts Table. Oh, my favorite people are broken. Believe me, my heart should know. A young woman asked me last Sunday with deep concern in her eyes if everything was okay with me in the church. My post had suggested to her a gloom, which I'm happy to say to you as I did to her is greatly exaggerated. Oh, certainly there is a weightiness attending our Christian life and our role as pastors, My wife told me recently that the best way to determine whether a Florida pond, lake, or river has an alligator in it is to stick in your finger. If it comes out wet, the answer is yes. Similarly, the best way to determine whether a pastor is burdened is to check for a pulse. Serious matters are simply part of the pastoral landscape, and so I write about them. Uh, For sure, things like alligators, flesh-eating bacteria, unprincipled politicians, and the like make the sunshine state less sunshiny. Just as empty pews, critical parishioners, and the secret sorrows pastors bear make pastoral ministry heavy-going, but the unpleasantness in Florida pales before the placidity of its waterways and the beauty of a summer sunset, just as pastoral gloom is countered by many wonderful encouragements and particularly by the spectacular beauty of the message we bear and the celebratory hope woven into it. We just have to be reminded of those things. The promise of the prophet Isaiah is that the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain gladness and joy and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. You, pastor, are the ransomed of the Lord. You're being carried certainly and surely to Zion. You are destined for everlasting joy. And that sorrow and sighing you bear it will flee away. Among the other gifts you open on Christmas morning, open this one and celebrate it. But then, perhaps celebration comes more easily for you than it does for me. To hope for gladness when the mountains look so big and my faith just seems so small, as Rich Mullins put it, is scary to those who fear disappointment. I preach grace, but it's a grace I sometimes have a hard time hearing, much less celebrating. At Christmas, though, The mystery of the Incarnation is so full of hope, even my resistance begins to melt. The sadness and heartbreak we experience is all very real, and our tears and our sighing are often justified. But Christmas insists that they are nevertheless momentary. Jesus came as light into our darkness to drive sorrow and sighing away. The child born on Christmas is the man executed on Good Friday, raised on Easter, whose return we anticipate during Advent. It's all one and the same story of rescue. The darkness which would undo us and which has placed the seemingly insurmountable mountains before us has been judged, condemned, and ultimately stripped of its power— In time, the very real sufferings of our present will pale before the revealed glory of His victory. My questioner was right in noting that I tend toward gloom, and her question for me, for that reason, was a grace. God wants us who fixate on the clouds to open our eyes and see the sun. He wants us to celebrate. Isaiah says that we come to Zion with singing. For children, Christmas is a time of wonder and celebration— They find joy in the magic of it all. When the magic and promise of the Incarnation washes over us again, we, too, will celebrate and we will sing like children. Maybe you live in Florida and it's 70 degrees on Christmas morning. Maybe the family down the street proudly is displaying an inflated Darth Vader next to a sign reading Jesus is the reason for the season. Because nothing says Jesus, I guess, like a cruel Lord from the dark side. Maybe the church across town has invited Santa Claus to its Christmas Eve services and draws thousands while your properly formed liturgy draws only the usual suspects. Maybe your family is struggling just to stay together. Maybe there are empty seats around this year's Christmas table. Maybe you worry that you'll not have a job this time next Christmas. While we pastor as those, quote, Beneath life's crushing load, whose forms are bending low, who toil along the climbing way with painful steps and slow. Yeah, that's a Christmas hymn. All is not right with the world. But we can celebrate anyway, for the same hymn tells us, The days are hastening on by prophets seen of old, when, with the ever-circling years, shall come the time foretold, when peace shall over all the earth its ancient splendors fling, and the whole world send back the song, which now the angels sing. Sorrow and sighing will The Prince of Peace will fling ancient splendors over all the earth, and we will sing. So God rest you merry, Pastor. Go celebrate. Experience Christmas like children. Great Heart's Table is published on the first, second, and fourth Mondays of each month in both audio and print format. Thanks to Over the Rhine for permission to use their wonderful songs, All My Favorite People and Called Home. And thanks to you for listening. I am Randy Greenwald, pastor of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Oviedo, Florida. Just shy of breaking down, there's a bend in the road that I have found, called home. Take a left to loneliness, there's a place to find. Fuck